All right, welcome to the morning skate episode. What episode are we? 304. Um, your host, Ted, joined by my co host, Brownie. It's nine o'clock, nine thirty. We're supposed to do this at eight thirty. I apologize. I'll talk about my zero of the week right now. It's currently my sleeve schedule. We'll talk about it later, but I just want to introduce that. But thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Brownie, what's going on, dude? Let's just set the stage. We are both like you're tired from work. Uh, the fucking flu ran a train on my household over the last week and a fucking half. Yeah. So none of us are, neither of us are 100%. It's uh, putting it out for the people, man. And it's officially, well, you know, if there's a flu going around and I have a daughter, it's officially holiday season, right? Can we say it's officially holiday season? Wait a minute. Can we say this? I think we are. We're the uh, official hockey podcast of the holiday season. I think I'm, so. I'm yeah, I definitely. I'm good with that. I was supposed to put up my tree today. And I, I think just... that should be the title of this episode: the official hockey podcast of the holiday season. Okay. Yeah. If you remind, if you remind me to do that, I will do I that. Will I will remind you. you. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely getting cold out. I actually had a good day, dude. I woke up early, did some laundry, went to the gym, went grocery shopping, and I made beef stew and I spent the crock pot all day. And then I fell asleep, so I haven't had any. So after this pot, I'm definitely gonna have the indulgable but yeah that's kind of what we got going on i think you brownie's a little sick i'm a little tired we're sick and tired of being sick and tired so that's it baby uh i saw your i don't know one of your fucking things where there's a bunch of pictures with questions i don't know what you call that one of my things oh like a poll yeah but you you put up like a bunch of pictures and they'll be like it's like your dog doing something and then it was like a ranger's clip and then it was yeah my yeah my my story yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. story is that instagram story yeah different stories yeah i i have to figure that out maybe i'll figure that out while i'm in maine on friday i'm up there for nine days with nothing to do except chill (laughs) fucking excellent god brownie like as you're saying this do you just realize that you're old or like look at the white beard i got coming in i know i'm yeah but dude i don't ever think you that way and now i think we just had like a a moment where i'm like Like <laughs> my story, Brownie, and that was a poll. Whatever. Uh, but so, do you not? Because you, for those that don't know, uh, you should follow Ked at Morning Skate, Ked, and me at yep. Eight Brow Twenty Eight. Yeah. Um, although on Instagram, I think I'm Eight Underscore Brow. I'm not sure. But anyways, okay. you find me. Uh, so do you? You put up a picture of your grocery cart full of items, and you said, "Do you like grocery shopping? Yes or no? Yep. Do you not like grocery shopping? I love it." But oh, there's, okay. people, there's people right. who hate it. I fucking love Same. it. Same. I do too. Um, I lost my my um my AirPods, which kind of has taken a, a, a dent into how much I love doing it. That should be your zero of the week right there. Yeah, I know. I fucking love having my AirPods in when I grow up. Can I give you a little free tip here on AirPods? What did you say? Can I give you a little free tip on AirPods? Yeah, what's up? So a few years ago, I bought a pair of AirPods Pro uh, through Walmart.com. Yep on uh black friday okay dude i got them for like 74 dollars. my wife was like they're not gonna be real they're not gonna work they work they're real they don't hold a charge as well as i'd like but what the fuck for 74 dollars so there you go everybody out there there's nothing like just wheeling through grocery store listening to all sorts of nonsense having a good time with everybody else like panicking like pissed off you know what i mean yeah, enjoy it. Yeah. So I got stuff for the beef stew. Got a couple new body washes, dude. Oh. Um, so yeah, and then so I'm kind of on vacation right now a little bit. Um, got jury duty tomorrow, and then I kept a floater, which is for my job. Like it's a a day they can kind of take off whenever. For can you turn on a light? No, I like I like the ambiance right All now. Right. It's just like you just look like a floating head and your Yankees logo. Well, there's there's like my little tree that I have that's like right. up right now. Um, so the reason why I'm taking Friday off is I kept this floater and I kept this floater because Classer, you know, the dude with the boat. Yeah, yeah, my guy. He had he had a baby. And All I right, it. congratulations, Classer, and, and well done, Mrs. Classer. Yeah, so I kept the I kept the floater specifically for that, and like my plan was is like when this was going on, I was gonna leave work and get there. So what'd they have? Uh a baby girl. Everything healthy, happy, mom. So baby. healthy, so happy, everything went so good. So ten toes, ten fingers. Yep. Yeah. So two claps for him and two claps for Mrs. Glasser. Uh it's just really so, cool. But I can't disorder. But what do you say? What's the baby's name? I don't think I can um say. Oh, probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Um, but so I kept this folder because like I have his location on my phone and he has my location. Like, so we have a group of us and we just do that just in case, you know, shit hits the fan. We, we tend to get a little reckless at sometimes. So, um, I kept it. So I would like check in and be like, if he's at the hospital, I'll leave work and I'll go sit in the oh, parking lot. You. Yeah. you know what I mean? So, uh, ended up happening on my day off. So now I have this floater. And if I take Friday off, I'm off until Tuesday. So I have a nice right. little vacation right now. Right. So I have jury duty tomorrow. I'm going to play hockey tomorrow night. Friday, I'm probably just going to chill. I don't really have any plans. Saturday, Rangers Devils. If you're in the Saratoga area, uh, me and Cowboy are going to go to uh, the bar called Kings. We're going to have like a little watch. Saw that in your story also. So that'll be sick. Sunday, I'm going up to see the wife. And then Monday, I got like a dentist appointment. So it's a pretty good little uh, vacay. So speaking of vacays, I, oh, I'm off because I took this week off locally to work up in Maine. Then I got sick. So I've just been doing nothing. But mm-hmm. this is weird. I should be quiet because my wife's upstairs, but my daughter's been homesick and it's been like quality family time. It's been nice. But my wife yeah. is probably like, Get her to school, get you back to work. But uh, we go get out of my house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I go up Friday morning and I'm up in Maine uh, for nine days, 10 days, something like that. Cool. Up in up in house neck of the wood. That's cool. Yep. Um, one other thing before we start the podcast if you don't follow us on YouTube, go subscribe to our YouTube, go subscribe to our Facebook page. I figured out a couple ways to help grow our YouTube and our Facebook page at the same time. So, very exciting times. I remember. You were asking me like a week ago, maybe last, like what, how many followers we had on like Facebook and YouTube and all this shit. Oh, we were doing the media kit. Yeah. Yeah. I think we are at like 5.2 on Facebook. Now we're up to 5.9. So like nice. I, I figure out a way to kind of get into that market, which is good. And then YouTube, um, shout out to Cronin. He's going to help me out with that too. And if you want to help, you're more than welcome to. I put together a document of how to like kind of do it and how to really help grow it. And I think it'll be really good because yeah, send it over. I'll look at it. I, people in Maine, man. If people subscribe, they'll look at our channel. They'll see NHL highlights and they'll see our, our podcast. Hopefully we can grow it that way. But um, yeah, check us out and let's just kind of get into it. Mia Culpa's. Hi, this is Mia Culpa. And I'm here to introduce the morning skates. Mia Culpa's with Kat and Brownie. All right, May Copas. First up, Ontario University does have women's hockey, so I don't know they were why they weren't mentioned in the announcement about the neck guards. Maybe they already wear them. I okay. couldn't find anything else. It was just a weird thing. Yep, this is such yeah. bullshit. Actually, I have a question before we kind of get into this. How do you do you go through and like listen to the podcast at the end? As we're doing this, do you write down shit that you're unsure of? Do people tell you to look stuff up? Like, dude, there I always wonder how you know what we got wrong. I, I don't always I don't always listen because I I find my voice annoying. Um, it's like a like a knockoff RA. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not as bad as him, but it's like, oh my god! Some things I say, I'm like, you fucking donkey. But uh, I get, I have a few friends that are avid listeners, and I can tell when they listen to the podcast because it'll be like. Ding, 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 and I get all these texts like, hey, no, hey, no. And then sometimes, like, if you say something like when we were talking about Truba, which is next, I'll just make a little star on the sheet here and I'll just look it up afterwards or the next day or whatever. So that's that's how I do it. You there, buddy? Can you freeze on me? Oh, I'm here. Can you hear me? Right. Yeah, your your picture's frozen. That's all. Is it still frozen? No, you're moving now. All right, cool. I can hear you the whole way. You just weren't talking. Uh, all right, so Jacob Truba was suspended when he was with that's me. That's me. A culprit right there. I heard you the whole time. You just weren't talking. I, yeah, fair. Uh, well, that's true. Hold on. Uh, Let me put a star down, dude. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh, so by you giving me shit, it's gonna make you more efficient. Well, I call that a dub. Uh. <laughs> uh so Truba was suspended. Oh, wait, Brownie, 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 Brownie. Oh. Before you get into this, I'm sorry. Have you seen right. this new thing on TikTok where people say, guess my fart? Oh, you talked about that. <laughs> All right. So you <laughs> you talked about that with me last podcast. And I hadn't okay. seen it. But I hadn't seen it. It has now made its way into my algorithm on it's TikTok. Hilarious. It's so and fucking it, funny. It is a riot. And I showed my wife and she was like. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, and she was like, and don't don't show Riley. Okay, (laughs) because today today Riley was sitting on her lap, and it was just like 
bubbling tea from the, you know, like, yeah, you could hear. And I looked over at them and my wife's just shaking her head and my daughter's laughing. My daughter goes like this. <laughs> like wave it to me. I don't care how old you are, dude. Farts are always funny. That'll never you, go in our style. Me, uh, should I even say this? Uh, so, all right. When I was sick with this flu, I didn't poop for like two okay. days. Two days. Normally, it's the opposite. Well, no, I wasn't eating anything either. I, dude, how bad I, is this going to be? Because if people are driving to work right now, they have to hear about you shitting for like a day. Well, I'm sure I, I took a monster. Okay, well, monster don't... today. Yeah, yeah. And I contemplated calling my daughter in to take a look. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, my grandpa used to say they were just fishes in the pond. <laughs> this thing then was a there was monster a moray eel in the pond. All right, let's move on, dude. All right, okay. all right. So Jacob Trubel was suspended for two games when he played for Winnipeg uh, for a high check on Mark Stone, uh, and Trubel was acquired for. Uh, Neil Pionk and the 20th overall pick in the draft that year that turned into Billy Hanala. So there you go. Um, two games. McAvoy's was four. Uh, no, McAvoy, no, I just was, we're just dotting, dotting I's and crossing T's, buddy. We'll, th- we'll get into McAvoy's dirty play in a bit. All right. Well, speaking Not- of which, there's another dirty play, Sean Corrali. Remember, remind me to fucking bring up that, that asshole. Oh, I love Sean Corrali. Yeah, uh, of course you do. You like dirty the, players. The New York City Marathon was Char's fifth. Not his see, second. See, dude, why? Why are you doing that five times? Because he because he needs something to do. I guess I don't know. Come he, hop on the podcast, dude. Like come, no, like I, be my you know I thought of this. Money. I thought of this. If I wasn't sick, I'm like, should I take this week to like stock Bergeron around Boston and be like, hey man, just come on the pod. All right, it is 12 minutes into the podcast as the first Bergeron <laughs> mentioned the other day. I'm gonna have Ken create a little video, like a three second video. So when you say Bergeron, I can just click in and it'll be like. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um bruins ticket holder that lady ursula she looked to be in about her 60s okay is that is that, yeah. is that just your opinion <laughs> yeah i bartended okay, for a long right, time right, i right, could right, judge right. age yeah you know what's kind of weird though now that we bring up the 60 thing i remember as a kid i remember like because my grandpa he passed away in his 62 and i remember that's like, young. He, look, he looks like your grandpa though so i always kind of thought you want to like, hear my theory have you ever seen well, so i like, saw this on tiktok yeah. also what there was a picture of the cast of cheers when mm-hmm. it was big and it showed all their ages and it was they were like 35 and you were like what yeah want to hear my theory what's your theory microplastics yeah there's microplastics and all the food and drinks and everything so these plastics you ingest them without even realizing and okay. they keep you looking younger interesting okay i don't hate the theory um no. But yeah, so I remember being like, you know, he's old. But then my dad passed away when he was sixty, and I never thought my dad was old. Well, I think it's also your rel- your relationship and the the planes that you're on versus, you know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's just it's interesting. So in their in their sixties, good for Ursula, hell of a name, good for you. Uh, so I had this completely wrong. You were right. Jumbo Joe had does have some international hardware. He won a 1997 gold in the World Juniors. He's a two times gold in the Canada Cup World Cup in 2004 and 2016, a silver at the World Championships in 05, and he was on that Olympic gold team in 2010, Vancouver. Okay, I was going to say there's that. Yeah, I don't know what I looked at. Uh, And then lastly, American Thanksgiving is the fourth Thursday of every November, while Canadian Thanksgiving is the second Monday of every October. Why do you think that is? I have no idea. Because their harvest comes sooner because they're at a higher latitude. Is that a fact? Uh, no, that's my that's my summation. All right, and on next week's Maya Culpas. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you, Brownie. Uh, all right, so now we're going to get into a little NHL in the news. When do you want me to remind you about uh, Corrali? Uh, There's no Columbus in here, that's why. Heroes and zeros, probably. Oh, all right. All right, NHL right, news. All right, here we go. NHL news. Um, Matt Petgrave has been arrested for suspicion of manslaughter and the death of Adam Johnson. Uh, we've been carrying out extensive inquiries to piece together the events which led to the loss of Adam in these unprecedented circumstances, said Detective Chief Superintendent Bex Horsfall. What a name. 
of the South Yorkshire Police. We have been speaking to highly specialized experts in their field to assist in our inquiries and continue to work closely with the Health and Safety Department at the Sheffield City Council, which is supporting our ongoing investigation. Do you know Do you know like what manslaughter means and all that stuff? Or no? Manslaughter, my understanding of it is, this is the basically the definition of it. He was not intending, I mean, in, in theory, right? Allegedly, whatever you want to say. I don't think that Petgrave was, his goal was to kill Adam Johnson. I think it was a horrible, tragic accident. But his recklessness or his lack of responsibility for his actions led to that death. And that's the basic definition of manslaughter. This gets a little... It gets dicey because it's in a sporting event. Yep. So what what happens if, God forbid, there's a fight in hockey and somebody gets knocked out, hits their head on the ice, and they die? I think if well, that's just like a fight in real in the real world. It's the same thing it's manslaughter. Yeah, it's involuntary manslaughter. Oh, that is. There's different levels of manslaughter, uh, but I don't know. I don't know if if there was a fight in hockey, if both guys squared up and dropped the gloves, if there's a a mitigating factor that you are um, you're accepting the responsibility of what may happen to you because you're squaring up. Adam Johnson didn't do anything. He was just skating back. What about if there's a bad hit? What happens if a pitcher throws a hundred mile an hour fastball gets away from hit somebody in the head? So like, this is like, I don't, yeah, it's, it's a slippery slope for sure. And that's why I think, I think, I don't know this, but I think that's why it's been a two week long investigation and weighing it all out. I think, I think that that play was so bizarre and so non-hockey play that they were like, what the fuck? And I think the guy's reputation or his past behaviors probably led into it also. I mean, the guy's a fucking dope, you know? Yeah, it's like uh, the NHL Department of Player Safety, essentially what's happening right now, based on the previous. It's just uh, it's crazy to see the wildly different opinions of this. You have people yeah. that are like, dude, what a scumbag. Like, I don't think he. I don't think. I don't you have know, other people that are like, this is a racist thing. It's, it's like a horrible, horrible result. Yeah. But this guy has definitely played more hockey than me, right? In my mm-hmm. life. But in my time playing hockey, I have never seen, I've never witnessed, I've never seen on TV any level. I've never seen that kind of play happen where someone's whipped their leg that high yeah. like that. I, di- I didn't go through the whole doc. Did you talk about how the Winnipeg Jets owner or no? Yeah, yeah, it's coming up. Okay. Um, all right. So, yeah, we'll see how that unfolds. Pretty crazy stuff. Um, Pittsburgh Penguins. The Penguins finally announced that they will retire Yarmir Yager's iconic number 68 on February 18th versus the Kings. Ironically, not one of the 10 NHL, NHL clubs he played yeah, for. Yeah, that seems, seems stupid by the Penguins. Like, there's maybe, so many was, maybe there were so many teams he played for. They're like, oh, how are you going to pick one? I guess. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Other, other than Pittsburgh, how do you remember Yager? Devils. What? Yeah. I remember him as a, I remember because he was, but he was the only guy on that team, right? That's crazy, dude. That would have been like one of my last ones. I I think, I think there's two acceptable answers to that. The Bruins. I wouldn't say the Bruins. I would say the Rangers because he single-handedly turned around their franchise. And I would say the Flyers because I feel like he spent a little bit of time with the Flyers more than others. Just for some, when you asked me, that was the image that popped into my head. Interesting. Okay. Um, but he will join Mario Lemieux and Michel Briere to become yep. the third player to have this honor. He holds the NHL record for longest span between players first and last hat trick at 23 years and 335 days per hooked on a hockey magazine. It's a pretty cool. So, stat. No, fucking no brainer. I don't know why it took him so long to do this. Like, I think it was the way he left, right? It wasn't there. Wasn't there some bad, bad blood? I don't remember. I know he went to Washington. I don't know why he went to Washington. I but think, then I think it was Washington, money thing. And then the Rangers traded Anson Carter, and then Yager turned the franchise around. So, oh. Hey, shout out to you, Ace. <laughs> um, Calgary, it's late fall in Alberta, and the wheels have come off the local hockey teams. After scoring a goal and delivering a monster open ice hit to Toronto's Tyler Patuzzi, Nikita Zadorov requested a trade through his agent. Calgary lost in a shootout to push the record to 4-7-2. This comes a week after Jonathan Huberto was benched for the third period of a Calgary comeback win over Nashville. Through two periods of that game, Huberto put up zero shots on goal, two giveaways, and over 14 minutes time on ice. On the top line, after opening the season with four points in four games, the 30 uh, winger has gone cold with only two assists and eight games played with seven shots on goal and is a minus 12. They didn't, they didn't they re up him for six years or something? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, something ended up happening there. I, Calgary's so fucking weird. I saw that, like, it's like one of the bigger podcasts said that uh, Kadri signed there. He wants to be there. But if there's any sort of rebuild, he's going to want out. Well, Kadri actually, Kadri came out and said, I saw a quote from Kadri today or yesterday uh, that he said he's playing with two rookies right now. And he said, yeah, he goes, it's fun. He goes, I find uh, I get a lot of open ice and I just find the soft spots. Yeah. So how's that for supporting your veteran teams? Kadri's <laughs> awesome. I, I take him on my team. Yeah, for um, sure. But I wonder how Jenks is doing with all this. It's Jenks and Kenton both. Read what's next. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> well, Edmonton Oilers. Um, a lot of things happened there. Do we have like they fired the coach and shit? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. Um, so they dropped four straight coming out of the Heritage Classic, where they beat Calgary. The sting of the run was the loss to San Jose, two eleven and one, who are the only club with a worse record than the Oilers up to that point. And related news: Jack Campbell cleared la- waivers. He's in the AHL. I think he's it's he's playing horrendous, horrendous hockey. The uh, other Edmonton bit is way down because I missed it. It's below Toronto. I got it right here. They fired Jay Woodcroft and elevated Hartford Wolfpack coach Chris Knobloch to the gig with Paul Coffey as an assistant. Um, Knobloch coached McDavid at OHL Erie. Listen, I like there's Connor McDavid. Go yep. ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, there's just a lot to unpack because the the Oilers hired his agent. Now they're hiring his old coach in the press and conference. McDavid, this is the thing that gets me is McDavid, look, embrace it. You're the face of the league. You're the best player in the league. You are the face of Edmonton outside of Wayne Gretzky, right? Mm-hmm. Say it. Just own it. And be like, yeah, man, it wasn't working. So they asked me, and I told him my opinion. He was like, "I had no idea." Like, well, that, that's a, that's a weird because somebody there were two different things. Somebody said that, "Hey, we didn't talk to any of the veterans about this," and then literally in the same press conference after he got done saying that, the other dude's like, "Yeah, we talked to our veterans about this." Yeah. Um, Chris Knobloch turned the Hartford Wolfpack around, so it's good to see him kind of go and do that. Uh, he look, got nothing against him at all. Right? He got his first win, and so he got his game puck, and then. Um, they made a video for him in the locker room and it was his wife like congratulating him. So he said that was pretty cool. So good on him. Um, we'll see if Edmonton can come back. I don't know if you got the Leon. Do you got the Leon Dreisaitl thing in here? No. Because no, he went after who the fuck was it? I think it was Bo Horvat and a yeah. dirty fucking play. That that only a bad fucking play. Like, how do you not suspend somebody for that? He like mm-hmm. literally tried to take his the out. <laughs> Insane George Peros doing George Peros, but yeah, poor Kenton. Um, I feel bad for him. So, uh, what do we got next? We are going to go to Detroit. Detroit. Just, yeah. just in time for Thanksgiving, the Red Wings are giving away seven seven thousand five hundred gravy boats in the shape of zambonis at the night before Thanksgiving game uh, against. I the think Fink, I think Fink put them up in our group chat. The picture of it, they're pretty mm-hmm. sick. Like I would, if I was in that area, I'd be like, oh, I want to get try to get one. Yeah, I I love that. I love yeah. that. That's a good idea. Um. Top 10 NHL team valuations, Toronto, 2.65 billion. Uh, New York Rangers coming in at second, 2.45 billion. Montreal, 2.27. Chicago, 1.84. Boston, 1.78. Kings, 1.72, which is pretty crazy to me. Um, the Flyers, 1.7. Edmonton, That's 1. the crazy 1. one. I mean, it's the Flyers, dude. Well, they have, they own, I think they own the cable company too. So it's probably all mushed together. Edmonton, 1.59. Washington, 1.42. And Detroit, 1.37. So, so, uh, nice. Nice these to see the Rangers sitting at number two. These things right here, this just shows you how many better things there are to spend your billions on than fucking Twitter. Elon Musk, you fucking loser. You should have just bought a hockey team. Could have yeah. done whatever the hell you wanted. That would yeah, but I'm I don't know. I don't know if I'd want Elon Musk owning my team, you know. Oh, not my team, but a team. Uh, Tampa Bay traded Zach Bogosian to Minnesota for a seventh-round pick. The 33-year-old defenseman is UFA at the end of the season. And, like, his first game in Minnesota, he looked so fucking angry. Uh, so yeah. He always looks angry, though, to be fair. I'm glad that we brought that up. If, if you were to name – because I have two players that you've ever seen play the game of hockey that just look like they're absolute miserable dickheads no matter what's going on. Do you have any of that pop in your head? I have two, and they're fucking funny. Uh, Gudis. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, Adam McQuaid, the old Bruins defenseman, always Here. looked fucking mad. Yeah, always that's a good mad. one. Um, I got John Erskine. Okay. And Tim Gleason. <laughs> Tim Gleason. <laughs> they looked so mad whenever they were playing the game of hockey. It was insane. 
Yeah. I'm trying to think of anybody else, really. Uh, 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 Jamie Ben looks pretty pissed most of the time. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Actually, I just saw, I don't know who posted it. It was a funny video. Jamie Ben's on the bench taping a stick. And it was like me and Jamie Ben just fell in love. And it was Jamie Ben taping a stick. And then he looked up and he was like looking right at the camera of the person filming. <laughs> and he just stared and then gave a little smile. It was well, so he, had, funny. he had like a staring competition with Martian the other night too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. USA Hockey named their first black woman to play for USA Hockey Women's Hockey when they... There's a lot of uh, hockey women's hockey in that sentence. <laughs> uh, Wisconsin Badger and defending national champ Layla Edwards to the roster. Good on yeah, her. she's like 19, I think. She's like 6'1". She's a beast in a good, positive way. I didn't mean that negatively. In a, in a, okay, fair. <laughs> uh, Carolina Hurricanes during medical testing has found that Freddie Anderson has a blood clotting issue that needed to be addressed per team statement. There's no timeline for his return, but the team is confident Freddie will make a full recovery. It's a tough blow. It is a tough blow. Freddie Anderson, if he uh, if he stayed healthy, he would have been one of the goalies that you would talk about for a while, like a Braden Holtby kind of like oh, just yeah. solid. You know, maybe not top top echelon, but like if he's on your team, you feel good about it. And he's always like, I think Freddie Anderson was always one of those goalies that, um, in my opinion, <clears throat> he was one of those guys that was like, you could see how good he could be, if that makes sense. Yeah, when he was on Anaheim, I forget who the coach was, but they were. He said that Freddie Anderson's the best goalie in the league, and I remember being like, "How have they not fired you for that?" <laughs> um, but hopefully, he gets better. Yeah. Uh, Tage Thompson's expect to be out significant time after getting injured in a lopsided loss to the Bruins. Um, Cronin texted me. He said it looked like an Achilles thing. Really big uh, blow. Is that our doctor, Doctor Cronin? Yeah, Doctor Cronin. Pretty big uh, blow. For he them. came it's back out. So he got hurt in the first, I believe. He got it was hurt like twice. A, well, you, oh, it was two different injuries. Yeah, he got hurt twice in that game, and this I is all coming back after the initial. Yeah, this is also following a vicious, dirty hit from Charlie McAvoy, too, which probably had something to do with this. Um, dirty McAvoy's player. Only tripped him, but okay, go ahead. Sand with Buffalo. The game versus Boston was also a Kyle Posto's a thousandth game. The uh, University of Minnesota products played for the Islanders and Buffalo, putting up a sound line: two hundred thirty goals, three hundred sixty-five assists, five hundred ninety-five points, five hundred twenty-eight pims. Oposo has only played in 24 playoff games in his career thus far. That's tough. I like Oposo too. I like the way he plays. I will say this. Buffalo did a nice thing that I I don't know if I've ever seen it. You know, they give the silver stick mm -hmm. to the player. He has three kids. They gave them each mini silver sticks. I just remembered something. I had a dream the other night, and the, it, the Bruins were playing, I think, Carolina, and there was a massive fight. And Mark Recchi got knocked out, and Jerome McGinley got his ass kicked. Did that happen in real life, or did I no. dream it? No. Jerome McGinley's okay. never gotten his ass kicked. Because I remember, like, in the dream, or if I was watching a YouTube video, being like, this is kind of crazy. Like, I don't remember Mark Recchi getting knocked out, and I definitely don't remember Jerome McGinley ever getting pumped. So, so, like, have I, so have, have I incepted you if that you're dreaming about McGinley now? Isn't that a weird dream to have, dude? And I just remembered it. Um, <laughs> Neil Pionk was asked by Adam Johnson's family to speak at his funeral. Uh, and then come back and scored his first goal of the year after the game. Pionk, you go to speak at something like that, and then you come back to score a goal. There's no coincidence in that. I don't score that often. Jets owner Mark Chipman uh, chartered a private jet to take Pionk. Alex, I followed Dylan Sandberg and Dominic Toanito to Johnson's funeral. Pionk was interviewed. He's like, yeah, if we were to go there, we would have only been there for a couple hours and have to turn around. But because of this charter, we were able to spend at least a full day. It was a really classy move. Like We didn't really ask for it. We weren't expecting it, but – Still that's, cool. Yeah. that's cool shit. Um, Sheldon Keefe on the team's defensive stro struggles following the 6 3 loss to Ottawa. We sit here and celebrate guys who score big numbers and score a ton. We don't talk about enough uh, about what we give up. This That's reality. We have to prioritize keeping the puck out of our net. The pick that TSN released was uh, with the quote was Keefe behind the bench and Austin, Austin Matthews in the foreground. Somebody else got lit up on their team. And they asked him how he was doing, and he goes, oh. "Well, he might have to take a second after taking a hit to the head that was or like a clean hit to the. It was funny, dude. Yeah, it was funny. I, I like that. being a little bit of a whiner. And no, if, but that was like getting a shot at the league without. No, like, no, it's fair. I but thought that was cool. If you're really worried about the swelling, uh, who was it? If you're really, really worried about the swelling in his face, 
maybe don't fly him back on the seven hour <laughs> flight. You know, <laughs> you remember, the video, remember the video of when Brian Dumling, it was, uh, it was like the 24 seven, the penguins, they were on the plane. It's like Crosby and Latang. Oh yeah. 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 And Dumlin turns around and he goes, yeah, they say the swelling might get worse. Did it? <laughs> and fucking Dumlin's face was gigantic. Um, it was like not so much here or here, but in this, yeah. I, I love the Tom boy reference. <laughs> Uh, Wayne Gretzky really is a great one story of the week. His stats is an 11 year old. Oh, you missed Ovechkin above it. What did I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ovechkin tied Wayne Gretzky for most empty net goals in NHL history. 56. That's a Um, shitload of empty net goals, dude. Yeah. His stats as an 11-year-old playing for the Brantford Steelers, 378 goals, 139 assists, 517 points, and 85 games played. That's six, six points a game. That's insane. You think he should probably level up on that one? I think it was. I think he was underage too. Uh, McCarr versus Orr in their first four seasons. McCarr, two hundred thirty-eight games played, sixty-five goals, one hundred eighty-one assists, two hundred fifty-six points. Or two hundred fifty games played, seventy-eight goals, one hundred seventy-eight assists, two hundred fifty-six points. Uh, McCarr, sixty-one playoff games, sixty-five points. Uh, or thirty-five playoff games, forty-two points. They both have a Stanley Cup. They both have a Conn Smythe. They both have a Calder. And Makar, he's a three-time All-Star where or was a four-time All-Star. That, that's actually pretty crazy, the similarities between these. Once two. it was side-by-side, side, I was like, holy smokes. And also, I, I know you are into this. I don't really play this game. The new NHL, you can Bobby yours in it. That's cool. I haven't bought the new NHL yet, but I got to figure it out. And then the old school story of the week, Toronto become, uh, became the first NHL arena to install separate penalty boxes for each team. The move came a week after Leafs, Bob Pulford and Montreal's Terry Harper had a fight in the shared penalty box after an earlier fight on ice during the game. That was November 8th, 1963. Imagine you get whistled off and they put you this, on the same bench. They were it's, crazy, it's crazy that it took them that long to do that. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, that was back when, when goalies didn't wear uh, – uh, face masks and no one lifted the puck, which is like yeah. unspoken rule, yeah, which we'll get into later. Yep. Um, well, that's called right. a tease right there, dump and change. All right, well, a recently fired employee from Starbucks got her revenge as she went online and revealed every single drink recipe via social media. And I say, good on you. Good on you, but, like, there's no way you can do that, right? What do you mean? It's like, proprietary? I don't know. What I have no idea. I've never worked Starbucks. But if they hand you the menu and say, here, this is yours to study and learn, and they don't I say just, don't share. I just share. feel like you're going to get in trouble for that, but maybe I not. feel like that's the old uh, George Costanzo. So... I'm not supposed to sleep with the cleaning woman on my desk. You know? <laughs> uh, former NFL wide receiver, Percy Harvin. You remember Percy Harvin? Yeah. Name? Yep. He admitted in a recent interview that there's, that there's not a game I played in that I wasn't high. Harvin was a two-time NCAA champ and All-American as well, as well as being a first-round pick by many and went on to win Offensive Rookie of the Year and eventually a Super Bowl ring of Seattle. And if he was that good, high. I don't want to say his name, but I got a buddy – that I played with uh, lacrosse growing up and he used to smoke before every game. And I'd be like, dude, how, how do you do that? It was crazy. I could never do it. Um, uh, Oh, baseball. More people. Watch do, you play, do you ever play hockey high? No. Me on the pond. Okay. Like we went to, <laughs> so me and uh, Alistair Poppycock there, my buddy who popped in, yep. uh, he and I went, to uh play up in Winnipesaukee a few years ago and we were drinking and smoking the night before and drinking like uh uh THC lemonade and all that stuff doing and the weed what doing the weed Hell doing yeah. the weed and, yeah and we're sitting on the I think our first shift we're sitting on the bench and I'm like once your heart started pumping I was like I'm like like I feel like tingly you know and he goes uh he looks at me <laughs> Puts his face like this close to me. He goes, I am so fucking high. <laughs> and the kid, there was a guy who was like running the team who was injured. He's like, You two motherfuckers. Yeah, it was funny. Uh-uh, shout out, Snoop. Um, uh, oh, so more people watched the NCAA Women's Championship game than game one of the World Series 9.9 million to 9.1 million. That had to do with the teams. You think? Yeah. All right. Two, uh, I mean, nobody 
gives a shit about the Rangers or the Diamondbacks. Like that's, I couldn't even have told you who was in it. Yeah. Uh, this past weekend, a full-grown male lion escaped from a circus traveling through a suburb of Rome, Italy, and was seen wandering the town for multiple hours before being sedated and captured with no injuries to the animal or any townspeople. That's crazy. Dude, it was a massive fucking lion. Huge mane, just trotting around. That's crazy. There was a there was a video of some guy taking a uh uh like with his phone. There was like there was a uh a, a car line street and the lions on the sidewalk and it's just trotting down. The guy's like in the middle of the road, like behind cars, right? But the, it's a lion, he could jump over a car and he's like filming it. And I'm like, that motherfucker deserves to get mauled. Um <laughs> Oh, a customer spent nine hours trapped in a vault in Midtown Manhattan Bank after he was locked in while accessing a safe deposit box. Safety deposit box. FDNY tried to cut him out, but once they got through the concrete layer, they would have had to use acetylene torches and decided the risk was too great. The customer was treated by EMS upon his release and had no injuries. And I'm willing to wager, if you're going to access your safety deposit box late at night, it's something sketchy. Safety deposit boxes, to me, are sketchy. Yeah, I think so. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders have the first all-black leadership team in the history of the NFL. Sandra Douglas Morgan is the president. Champ Kelly is the GM. And Antonio Pierce is the head coach. And they've been uh, 2-0 and under Antonio Pierce as the head coach of my Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, boy. And then lastly, a pod of orcas attacked a f- – and, you know, I'm fully rooting for the orcas in all these stories. Jeez. A pod of orcas attacked a 45-foot yacht in the Straits of Gibraltar earlier this month and sunk it in a coordinated attack. For nearly an hour, the whales targeted the rudder and engines till the vessel was taking on water and disabled. All passengers and crew were saved before the yacht sank to the deck. That's orcas crazy. One. I was very happy for the orcas. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk Rangers. I've been trying to look up the stacks I saw earlier today, but I don't know if it's necessarily true. Give me two seconds because it's a good one if it is. Again, ever since that, uh, ever since that Jerome McGinley dream that I have, I don't know what's real and what's not real. <laughs> Buddy, I wake up after dreams of Jerome McGinley, and I have the same feeling. I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, minor hockey related. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I have it, but I think I saw it. So Vincent Trocheck's like number one in the league in faceoffs, I think, right now. Really, which is huge. Uh, the Rangers have never been a good racer. Faceoffs is so important. It's crazy. It's huge. Um, so I have a couple couple things. Eric Gustafson's 200th point. Wheeler scored his first goal. Lafreniere got to 100 points. Lafreniere's crushing it right now. I think a lot of it's a product of playing with Panarin, but still, it's nice to see somebody start. You know, playing. He scored two goals. Um, and had the shootout winner on a fucking sick backhand. Louis Domingue got his got his. That win. was that was a sick move. Uh, Trocheck is. I'm looking at it right now. He is. This is uh, NHL Fox Sports. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, oh, wow, ten. He's eleventh. I mean, still that's pretty so, good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. This is from. That's a little bit ago. I could have swore I saw something. That's he's number one on the Rangers. Maybe that's what you saw. He's definitely number one on the Rangers, but I could have sworn. Could be number I... one on the Eastern Conference. Oh, no, no. Boone Jenner was ahead of him. So, Man, that's kind of disappointing. I was, like, really ready to share that. Um, and then one other thing about Panarin. So, tied the longest point streak to start a season, 14 games played. Um, and then. Do you know what the longest point streak is in Rangers history to start a season? It's 14. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> here's your sign. Um, so stay hot, Brownie. <laughs> so this was from the last game. Breadman was dishing. And, and comments like that is why I don't like listening to the podcast. <laughs> he, he completed 51 passes in the offensive zone and had the puck on his stick two minutes and 17 seconds in the attacking end. Both this most by player in a game this season. Yeah. Wow. In one game. That's crazy. Who's, right? who's, who's on his line right now? Lafreniere and Trocek. Oh, right, right, right. Um. So... Can you yeah, explain? I also looked up Trocheck stuff because I, I wasn't like that big of a fan of him last year. Like, not not a fan, but I was, I was expecting more. And I looked mm-hmm. at his career stats. He had the second best season that he's had in the NHL oh, nice. last year. So, like, maybe that's a little bit too hard on him. But do you want to go into why Capo Caco should shave his head? 
Yeah, so Panarin shaved his head. He's playing great. Kako has one goal and one assist in 12 or however many games played. Like, it's not a good look for him. It's not good. Um, Lafreniere, he's playing with Panarin. That's probably why he's filling the back of the net so much. But it's it's got to be hard seeing one dude do so well while you're just stuck on the third line doing fucking nothing. So, um, if Laviolette can get him going or the third line, that would definitely be helpful. That's what I got on the Rangers. Also, they're just a fucking wagon, dude. They're doing this without Igor Shesterkin and Adam Fox and Phil Heedle, and they're still best team in the league right now. Your Boston Bruins, uh, Charlie Coyle got his first career hat trick versus the Islanders last week. Um, Mason Lowry and uh, Johnny Beecher got their first career goals versus Dallas on Monday. Sorry, Fink. Oh, I forgot. Fink goes in that bet. Uh, The last pair to get their first goals in the same game were McAvoy and DeBrusque. Yeah. Uh, the Montreal game, which Alistair Poppycock was actually at up in Montreal, and he was going to do some videos for us, but then they lost, so he didn't. Um, they got screwed by the refs up in Montreal. They were playing. There you go. They had to play. You know, it was uh, nine on five out there. Uh, but the best part of the game, there was a scrum with Gallagher crashing the net, the little fucking Weasley rat that he is, and Swayman got up, and Swayman's helmet came off. Swayman skated out to, the, like, the top of the paint, did you see this at all? He looked down the ice at uh, what's his name, Mountain Blue, and it was giving me one of these. He was like, "Come on, buddy, come on down." Cla- Classic Jordan Bennington, huh? No, no, Swayman's a whole different level, buddy. It's like that's like saying that uh, Ursula and Rihanna are both women. So there you go, dude. I I need to start saving shit that I see because there's something. Take, take the picture of it, and that's what I do. Yeah, because there's a Bruins one that I wanted to talk about with the Bruins and the Sabers. The Bruins then went to Buffalo. They curb stomped them for the first 30 minutes and then coasted for the rest of the way. A bunch of the guys. uh, Steen got his first of the year. Carlo got his first of the year. Lindholm got his first of the year. Uh, The defense is scoring. The fourth line's chipping in. Uh, DeBrusque is on the third line where he should be. Uh, They're very balanced. Charlie Coyle looks like a legit 2C in the NHL, which a lot of people doubted, and I'm very happy with them. And – this last thing, the Bruins hosted uh, 14-year-old Carly and her mom, Carrie Ann, on their trip to Montreal uh, last Saturday. Carly was diagnosed in 2019 with kidney cancer. Now, after 25 rounds of chemo and six rounds of radiation, Carly is officially cancer-free. So the team took them along the, on the plane and everything. Nice nice gesture. None of those things that you don't have to do. No, that's awesome. So. Um that's sick. Uh, if if I can find it, I'll bring it up next week. The the That's Bruins right. and the Sabers, like the last nineteen years they played against each other, or nine years or something like that. The Sabers have no shot. Like the no. goals are like ninety to thirty. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it's it's fucking wild, and it's not. David Pasternak, I think, has the most goals against the against Buffalo than any other team. I believe is was one of the stats. It's fucking wild. I got to fucking figure. Let it me out. ask you this because this is going to be probably next week's uh, podcast. Um. But I saw the list. You think Ryan Miller is a hockey Hall of Famer? Yeah. I was going to put him in tonight, but I didn't know. He's a top three or four American goalie of all time. Well, that doesn't mean he's a hockey Hall of Famer because he's an American. That's the USA Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah, but there's been some good goalies. I I think I – he was on the We're going to go through all the players that are being mentioned for next year's class. Okay. Uh, all right, so Northeastern, they had a split with PC last weekend. They kicked the t- crap out of PC on Friday night. And Northeastern, you can all thank me because I was starting to feel the effects of this flu, and I was supposed to be in the press box, and I did not go because I'm like, what if I'm sitting next to Todd, get him sick? What if I'm talking to Katie Knoll after the game? You know what I mean? I didn't. I could have torpedoed their whole year, so Thank you're welcome. You. Good for you. Uh, they also had the Hall of Fame. Uh, it was homecoming weekend and the Hall of Fame. Kendall Coyne Schofield went in and the 1987-88 women's team that went 26-0-1 en route to an ECAC title in the Beanpot. They were all, uh, th- as a team, they went in. Uh, they were backed by goalie Kelly Dyer-Hayes, who was already in the Hall of Fame as solo. And for those Northeastern fans and hockey fans in general, Kelly is coming on the podcast in December. So. Cool. Something to look forward to. Uh, Skylar Irving, who is also coming on the podcast. We're trying to line up this week. I don't know when, but she is up next on the pod. She's leading the team in points and assists, and she scored a game-winning shorthanded goal against uh, PC. That's uh, one of the hockey's plays of the week. 
up next for the Huskies, they're heading to Vermont Tuesday. Then they play BC and Gloucester, which is like a weird neutral site game on Saturday. And then PC again at Matthews and then BU on December 1st before the holiday break. So there's your Northeastern section of the pod. Okay. Hopefully they can bounce back. Uh, Beerly Roundup. I just noticed on that on that video that the uh, the door to the bench is open, which is perfect for beer league. It know? is. Yeah. That's something that you got to make sure is uh, closed. So. Yes. Yes. You got. You want me to go? Or you want to go? I'm playing hockey tomorrow night, which I'm excited about. Um, just trying to get back in the swing of things. So that's pretty much all I really have for beer league at this point. Honestly, not much. I have missed two games because of this. First, my daughter came home sick and my wife got sick. That was last Thursday. And then we were supposed to, and then we had a game last night. And I, I was like, there's no way I can do this. So I've missed the last two games. But what I am going to inject here in the beer league section is I want to give a welcome, which I have remiss that I haven't done earlier, to uh, Artie, my boy Artie Bomb. Artie has Artie and I play together and he has joined the morning skate as the Tampa Bay Lightning writer. Yep. So I'll give him a follow. I told him he's got to go. He's like, I'm going to try to keep it positive. I'm like, nope, keep it negative. That'll drive more traffic to your blogs. Everybody be pissed and wanting to yell at you. So, Artie, good man. Get on you, Artie, dude. Yep. All right. So let's do some uh, heroes and zeros. All right, what's your Sean Corrali thing? Oh, fucking, he, he went and elbowed Ryan Lindgren in the head. They were going at it all game. Elbows him in the head. They go up to Toronto. They said it shouldn't be a five. It should be a two. Just a piece of shit fucking hockey player. He is on my shit list. He is my third dirtiest player in the league. Um, Aho McVoy Corrali. And I think it needs to be talked about enough because nobody, well, for people listening to the podcast that follow hockey a lot, you've probably never heard of Sean Corrali because he's not oh, a good right. hockey player. He's, he's a great hockey Player. He does nothing but try to hurt people. No, nope. and it's uh, and it's it's just a shame to go after a guy like Ryan Lindgren who plays the game the right way. Sean so. Corrali can play anywhere up and down your lineup. He kills penalties. Yep, he and and yep, in the prison league, you're right. Uh, he's just, just a, a great effort guy. One of those guys that you love to have on your team. Always has your back. Does the little things. Blocks shots. Lays out. Great player. Also sounds like a bank robber, but yeah, sure. So Sean Crowley, my my hard zero of the week. All right. Uh, my zero of the week is former Las Vegas Raiders coach Josh McDaniels, who thankfully, mercifully, got fired. But this fucking dickhead went home. His kids were out trick-or-treating. He, they're little kids. He called his wife and kids to come home and be like, hey, uh, dad got fired because it's all about fucking me. That's right? Awesome. Yeah. I mean, let the kids fucking trick or treat, you fucking jackass. Yeah. This guy, the most overrated fucking coach, not named Belichick, in the fucking history of the NFL. God Better damn. Halloween than, than Christmas. Christmas, hey guys, come home. I got fired and Santa's not yeah. real. It's all about <laughs> it's all about him all the time. He's a little fucking tool bag, and I'm so glad he's gone from the Raiders. I don't care if they pay him for another 10 years. Fuck, I could do a better job coaching. Uh my hero of the week is Classer and Mrs. Classer. Oh, yeah. yep. So that, that's a no brainer. Baby Classer, too. And baby and baby Welcome aboard. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the show. Aboard. Yeah. Um so what? Uh, what's your hero? Oh, my hero's my wife because, oh boy, <laughs> buddy, I'm out of that right now. Telling you right now, I am not a good sick person. Yep, most women would say that men aren't. I am a giant fucking punk. Uh she was sick herself. My daughter was sick. I got sick and she just fucking trucked through it while I was literally laying on the couch going, can, can you make a fire? It's cold. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to her. I told her that she was going to be my hero. And she's like, why? <laughs> I also, I also have another zero. All right. Um, there's this person on Twitter, Rangers Twitter has a podcast. 
tweets at Jacob True, but at Jacob True has no problem sitting down with guys. But I oh, asked I him saw that. I saw that. to sit down with me. Plus, I offered to buy him coffee, lunch, show pre- appreciation. He ignores me. I may not be with hockey news or sports. And that does not make me less important, nor does it make me less qualified either. But it does show you that hockey players are sexist because if a guy built his own company and podcast from nothing, Jacob would have been on that one as I've seen dudes go on those podcasts. So, I, all right. So, we have firsthand evidence that hockey players aren't sexist because every single Every single Husky that I've asked to come on the pod has come on. So there you go. She doubled down. <clears throat> hey, and NYRPR, do me a favor when the Rangers celebrate women empowerment. Please keep Jacob True away from that day. He obviously has no clue what it is and truly doesn't support it as stated above. Okay, thanks, bye. Wait, Jacob didn't Jacob Truba go to New York so his wife could go to medical Jacob school? Jacob Truba went to New York so his wife could pursue her medical degree. Right. This person is a fucking clown. Like, well, you know, she, Yeah, but this person that. got you talking about her. You can't so teach her. You can't teach You're giving her the, the, the oxygen, you know? Uh, yeah, I suppose. Um, all right, and now we only have one left. Three stars. Yeah, man. Hey, so one of my favorite things about this type of year is winter hats, and I just dug that morning skate hat out. That boy. Yep. Good boy. Um, we're doing unspoken rules. That, yeah. That is going to be our three stars, our top three unspoken rules. And this goes because I played in a pickup, and we were talking about it, how they didn't respect the offsides. They were taking uh, clappers from in close, just fucking hardos. Like, what are you doing, man? There's some unspoken rules to pick up hockey. And the people that I was playing against last, whatever it was, a week and a half ago, broke like all that shit. And you know what was funny? Thinking of this stuff, I literally thought of a few people that I fucking cannot stand. Like, if there was a, if there was a, what's that movie? Um, if there was a purge, they'd be like, oh, Brown. <laughs> Brownie. <laughs> Brownie turned up. So I thought of them and I'm like, why do I hate these fucking people? I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem. So, there you um, go. so I mix mine. You have sports and non yeah, sports. Yeah, sports and life. I was just going through it. My wife was chipping in on these. We were upstairs waiting on you to wake up. So my, my third star is uh, I always open the truck door for the girl. And I think that kind of oh. came from my dad. And nice. it's not like one. I feel like the first couple times you do it, they think you're just trying to be nice, but then when it just becomes a regular thing, that's just something small. It takes two seconds. Yeah. Be a man, be chivalrous, open the door. That's my third one. My dad taught me that shower sheriff. All right. So I'll give you um I'll do life and then sports. I'll go back and forth. Um my my number th- my third star for life is the similar thing. Thank yous for letting you out, for holding the door. Yeah, right? say fucking thank you. Two seconds. Um, and then my uh, my third star, sports-wise, if you go to beer league, pay as soon as possible. Don't make the fucking guy collecting. Oh, one, Chase Brownie. you fucking down. That's Walk in the one. locker room. Who's collecting? Ked. Here you go, bud. Brownie. Here's my 20. Yeah. Right? That's it. I so, would also counter, get Venmo on your phone so you, Venmo, you, right, don't, yeah. you, don't, you don't get the, oh, I don't have cash on me. Well, here's my Venmo, bud. Here's my Venmo, bro. Yeah. Yep. Then why are you fucking coming? Yeah. Drives me crazy. And slow pitch softball, you always have to pay the umps before the game. Oh, really? And like they you ever only... try giving them extra? No, they only no, dude. They make enough. Um no, no, they I mean for calls. Oh no, but you you know me. I got all the umps in the in the <laughs> in my back pocket. Um, but Venmo, Venmo is a game changer. Mm-hmm. My second uh unspoken rule in sports and life. So this might surprise you, but when I played hockey, I was kind of a rat. I would draw a lot of penalties. Sometimes I would act hurt. I remember one time I got, dude, I got fucking destroyed. We were playing William Patterson. Their best player came down the wall. I'm breaking the puck out, and he ran me over. Like, this kid was probably, like, 6'2". I had no shot. Like, and it was it was a pretty clean hit. But it was just so impactful that the refs, like, had to call something. <laughs> so I had a rule with my dad where if I were to get hurt and I'm on the ice, like, don't kick your feet. But if I'm you on the ice, I feet. Like if I'm laying on the ice and I kick my feet, my dad knows I'm okay. Like oh, not I got you. But if I'm on the ice and I'm not kicking my feet, like there's something wrong. Yeah. And that was always kind of a rule. And I remember one time, it was literally right in front of them. I was fucking beaking this kid behind the play, like way behind the play. 
and I'm standing next to him. I look up and the ref's not really looking at me. And I just go, Oh, and I just fell to the ground and I'm like laying on the ground. And I'm like, kicking my feet. Ref, oh, turns around, ref turned around, arm goes up. I'm kicking my feet. And I look over and my dad's standing there looking at me, just laughing his ass off. He's like, you fucking oh, I fucking hate you, dude. Yeah. I, I mean, I play just like your guys play. So my, that was my <laughs> second rule. Uh, at least with that is like, just to make sure that they know that I'm okay. Kind of a thing. So, that's my number two. All right. Well, my number two in life is return your shopping cart. That's such a good rule. I do that. I do too. Okay, cool. Always. It doesn't matter if it's a grocery store, Lowe's, whatever. Bring your fucking cart back. And don't yeah. look, if it's raining, you're in a rush. I can see putting it in the in the corral, but bring it all the way the fuck back. Oh, I don't bring it all the way back. I, I make sure I put it in the corral though. The corrals are the minimum, is what I'm saying. Okay. I I I don't think I'd bring it. That's a long walk. I'll put it in the crowd. The people that don't put it in the crowd just leave by their cars. Yeah, they're the worst. I'm back. Uh, And then sports. uh, Don't walk on the logo and don't fucking go do dances on the on the midfield and football. Don't do that shit. That's another really good rule, dude. So, okay. And then my number one rule is using my card. Um, so like like throughout life, like if you want your friends to do something, like come on, dude, can you do it? Whatever. I have this thing, at least with Classer, where like if it's something serious and I absolutely need something, I'll be like, "Dude, I'm using my card," and I'll be what like, "What do you mean? I don't, what do you mean using card? We just like call a it a card. card. It, no, no, it's just like a card where it's like, dude, I need your help. No, oh, if, if oh I got you, I got you. I misunderstood. I'm using yeah, my yeah. card, and you don't use your card a lot. Like you use yeah. your card like once every couple of years, like yeah. because like you know what I mean. Because sometimes you ask somebody and they say no, yeah, I just got to accept it. But then there's yeah. other times where it's like, dude, like I need you. And I yeah, need you yeah. to not have to ask. It's like the town. It's like, yeah, hey, yeah, listen, no, I'm you 100%. walk in, you're like, I'm with you. That's a great one. Hey, I need you. Uh, you got it. Like, we're gonna go hurt some people, and you can't ask any questions. And the guy's like, whose car are we taking? Like, yep, that's kind perfect. of like the yep, card that I'm with you it. So, yep. that, that's my number one. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I just did that to Alistair Poppycock not too long ago. It was getting towards the end of outside season. I'm like, bud, I need you to help. I need me. you. I need, I need you. You know. Yeah. Uh, all right. So my number. This is number one, right? Uh, my number one in life, bus, train, bench in a park, whatever it is, give up your fucking seat to a senior citizen or someone with kids. You're, you know what I mean? That's the number one thing. If you're standing yeah. in the subway and some little old lady comes in with her shopping cart, stand up and let her fucking sit. I will agree with senior citizen hundred percent. Not, not people with kids. I would think a majority of people with kids, but if that person with kids is a fucking asshole, no. Well, you don't know if they're an asshole. You can tell. You can tell. And no, you know, you know, like if you're like chilling or whatever, and somebody walks in, they're loud, obnoxious, and they're like, "I'm not getting up for you." That's fair enough, I guess. But a loud, Uh, obnoxious senior person, I would still get up for. The the number one unspoken rule sports for me, if you're gonna drink beer, Mm -hmm. then you should fucking bring beer. There is a few people wow, that I Wow, that's a good one, Brownie. There are so many people that I not so many. There are some people that I've played with over the years that are always the first to fucking go in your cooler. But when in, hey, did you bring any beers? Well, oh, oh, uh, I only have a couple. Well, if you only have a couple every fucking week, in a month, that's eight that I don't fucking have. Oh, They're, I fucking uh, hate those people. A couple of my buddies are gonna listen to this podcast and laugh their ass off after hearing that. Good. Because it's so, and you know what, and and that leads me into uh, that that's the same guy who doesn't pay. Mm-hmm. That's the same fucking guy who talks about his fucking points after pickup skates. That's mm-hmm. that same guy. Yeah, that's a good, this is a really good one. I think that because your second one, we're gonna change your second one. We're gonna come up with a graphic where Kent and and it's gonna be like the three unwritten rules of beer league hockey. All right, so I have some others for you. Okay. Uh, well, don't don't steal them all. But I think that no, this no, would be no. really here are some well, other ones that do you really well on our page if we have Ken put up a graphic like your top three unwritten rules of beer league. All right, well, I think that's a good one. Uh, so it, it, baseball, no, sh- if there's a shutout, right? Don't bunt. That's just a dickhead move. Like a no hitter or a shutout? Yeah, yeah, no hitter. Sorry, that's what I meant okay. to say. Yeah. And then this one, I don't know if this is a big thing. I would never do this, and when someone does it, I'm like so stunned. Never drink the goalie's water. Yeah, I wouldn't even think about doing that. I saw someone do it recently, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, it just blew my mind. That's where. How, where are you about with people drinking any water bottle on the bench? 
That's another crazy one. If I don't have a water and like my buddy has water, be like, can I get a sip? Like yeah, I'll do that. Exactly. But I'm not just gonna you just lean over and grab one and fucking hose it. No, Unless you're on like a fucking legit team that has team water bottles, but like right, 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 right. no beer league. Yeah. So I think I think if we're gonna do the we should do the like the five commandments of beer league, right? Respect offsides, no clappers, drink beer, bring beer if you drink beer. Dude, what's hey, crazy is we're gonna get torn apart about the no clappers thing because there's so many hardos that think, oh, it's a part of hockey, but it's like, dude, yeah, whatever. You don't know how to play hockey. We have to yeah. work tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh so what was it? Bring beer. I think I think giving shit to reps is kind of a fucking stupid thing. Like sometimes you have to, but there's a certain line where you're giving shit to a ref and you're just being a fucking asshole. Because yeah. like, dude. And I, I mean, obviously, I think you and I probably both hate beer league refs, but like, do you think that beer league refs really want to go to the rink at 1030 at night to get screamed at by a actually bunch the of beer league refs players? that I'm very similar to you with your softball? They're always like, hey, Brownie, what's up? Yeah, that's I'm, how I normally am. But yeah. like, that's how everybody should be. Because if you get like that and then something happens and they don't and they don't call something and like you're a little mean or like you're a little like loud towards them, they understand like, oh, fuck, I probably fucked something up. Mm. You know what I mean? Like. You just treat him with respect. There's people that are just fucking assholes. And, and, and then the refs are on him. They're like, this guy hates me. Well, yeah, no shit, dude. <laughs> what do you think about the don't I do cross? Too. I understand this at the pro level and even college. But what do you feel about the don't cross the red line? Nah, beer league, I don't really give a shit. In beer league, I love doing the full lap. I, uh, yeah. And like, dude, here's one for you pucks coming at you and like the whistles like fucking out of like if there's a whistle the play's not going on pick up the puck for the fucking ref mm. like it takes two seconds it's little things like that they remember shit like that oh yeah oh All i right. have i have one dude when i used to play in this one beer league there was this one ref he was like this he was a younger dude probably my age and um he, he could just tell he thought he was the shit and like during warm-ups he would go to the bench and grab somebody's stick and then go around and take shots on the goalie with somebody's stick. The ref, like, yeah, I remember being like, "You better not fucking grab my stick, dude. So we're gonna have a fucking problem." Like, yeah, what do you mean? Over to bench grab Crazy. Never seen that. I've seen refs up in Canada. We were up there for a tournament, and refs had their own sticks that they That's left cool. in the penalty box, and then but when, around. Yeah, but when you're taking fucking somebody's stick and like taking slap shots, yeah, then you break like, it. What? Like, what are you gonna do if you break it? Yeah. It, um, what are other ones? Obviously, we could get into the tier, tier. Uh, wow, tier clear tape saga if we really wanted to. What's the clear um, tape saga? Just like people who don't bring clear tape that drives oh. me fucking nuts. Well, that's right along with the beer guy, right? Well, that's why I tape my stick at home so I don't have to fucking give out cloth tape. <laughs> picking up, so picking up the locker room, like when you put, throw your clear tape away and like your stick tape, you throw it away. Yeah, in the bin though. Yeah, but a lot of people don't. Well, if it if it misses the bin, a lot of people leave it also. Yeah. So like if I'm normally if I get out of hockey, I like getting out of hockey, but every once in a while, like you have beers afterwards or whatever, and you're mm -hmm. kind of chilling and shit. If I'm one of the last ones, I always go around and pick up the tape. Because yep. somebody has to do that and it's the last fucking thing that somebody wants to do. Or somebody be like, Hey dude, can I borrow your towel? No. <laughs> Although I am the guy that always forgets some equipment. So I'm like, Does anybody have extra socks? I'm that guy. Yeah. What I mean, dude, there's there's so many good ones with beer league hockey that's just kind so of low. these are the ones that I've circled right now. Bring beer if you're drinking, respect offsides, no clappers, play, pay ASAP, pick up the puck for the ref, and bring tape. There's there's a couple like when that's I was younger, six. I was definitely way more of an asshole than I am now, but like there were a couple times where like I'd be on the penalty kill in a beer league game and my level might be a little bit better than the other teams, and I would just rag the puck the whole time. There's like that, that. No, Dude, there's a guy. So there's a guy having a puck on your stick for a minute and a half. There's a guy <laughs> I used to play with who played. He's the best hockey player I've ever played with. He's fucking unbelievable. I'm trying to get him and his dad to come on the podcast. Um, because his dad was a savage. Also. Yeah, yeah. So he um he play a level down, but he wasn't a dick. No one yeah. had a complaint about him because he was just pass, 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 pass. And the only time that he tried. Like, instead of doing 75%, he'd go maybe 85% or 90%. He still wasn't 100 was during the PK. Yeah. And, yeah, and which I thought was fair because there's two – you have an extra guy, you know? Yeah. So, I had no problem with that one. I think or we need like, one more. Or like I think sticking, sticking the goalie after the whistle. 
and oh. beer league is insane to me. Play the whistle. You, you get the whistle, whistle. stop. You, play, you like in real hockey, I probably wouldn't stop at the whistle because I always kind of like getting scrums going and shit like that. But beer league, dude, like I'll go hard after the puck, but as soon as the whistle's done, I stop. And so if the, I hit right, him, now we have seven. I think seven's the perfect. We can say the seven rules of beer league. Yeah. Bring beer if you're drinking. Respect offsides. No clappers. Pay ASAP. Pick up the puck for the ref. Bring fucking tape and play the whistle. Yeah. I don't right, I'll, I'm so sure what I'll do is I'm going to put it in an email to you, me, and Kenton, and I'll just list them, and then you can assign the numbers of which way they should go. Okay. Right. I wonder if we're missing any. I'll have to. I'll, I'll see if I can kind of come up with some. But that was our podcast. Brownie, yeah. what else you got? That was a tight fucking hour, buddy. Pretty good hour. And I will say, this is the best I've felt since last Friday. So, thank Christ. This is behind me. You're welcome, dude. Oh. Oh, that's the other thing. That was one my wife said. She said you should say you're welcome more. People don't say you're welcome. Yeah. Because people will be like, you hand them like their coffee and they go, thanks. And no one says you're welcome. Yeah. I always, I mean, I always say like when you go to leave instead of having a good one, I'm like, I hope you have the best day. People are yeah, I know you say that. But that's a shout out for uh, my daughter's godfather. One of her godfathers, Ben, he's, that's his, you're welcome, goes straight up his ass. And he'll never listen to this. So he'll never hear it. But maybe someone will tell him. But yeah, so that's it. We got, we got Thanksgiving next week. Are we going to try to sneak one in before Thanksgiving? Oh boy. I'm trying to think if I can. Um. It's going to be tough, dude. Oh, we'll see. Maybe you'll hear from us. Maybe you won't. Okay. <laughs> but as we said earlier, the official hockey podcast of the holiday season, mm-hmm. the morning skate. Mm-hmm. And while you're out there wishing on, you know, wishing on gifts and peace on earth and you're wishing for the stuff in the Middle East to get sorted out and you're hoping for a healthy run for your playoffs, for your team. Oh. And- I got another one. Oh, good. If you're going to be late, text text somebody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My team's going to be like, hey, Brownie, did you see that one? <laughs> Dude, I, I hate – I or if you're out, you're out. Yeah, yeah. Because I like – dude, I like playing with lines. Like, I like being on the – like, every once in a while you, you can roll shit, but I like being able to play with the same people because, like, it does help. I yeah. hate like, when you think you have the same amount of people and somebody shows up five minutes into the game and you're like, what the fuck? See, I don't care who I play with, but I have people that I don't want to play with. Does that make sense? There are yeah. people that I don't want to be paired with or, or play on a line with versus other if, – if there's 12 guys there – there's probably a l- 10 that I'm like, yeah, whatever you want. But there's two. I'm like, no fucking way. Yeah. So just style of play. So anyways, as I was saying, while you're wishing for all these things and peace on earth and everything else, say a moment to uh, give a God bless to Jerome again, wherever he is right. up in Canada. So it's good. All right. You're going to have to remind me what we're going to name it, but it's going to be the official hockey holiday podcast. No, no. The official hockey podcast of the holiday season and then i'm also going to put beer league commandments sure all right cool all right guys thank you guys for tuning in we will talk to you when we talk to you (laughs) (laughs) see you guys